Good afternoon. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode from our digital marketing series. A major point that we touched in our previous episode, but couldn't go into sufficient depth about, about entering the industry in the first place. This is what we are tackling today. Just like last time, I have Agam and Bhumika join me once again with their eloquence. <laughs> okay, joining us on board today is also Pari. Thanks for being here. Hi, thank you. So, lots and lots of people have been talking about the business monolith, that is digital marketing. But I haven't seen many people actively talk about how to practically start working there, and it makes digital marketing look exactly like that, like some sort of impenetrable monolith, isn't it? Right. Uh, so, like we talked about how there isn't really a right way to go about this or the right background that you need to have for a digital marketing career, but that often uh, makes people even more intimidated by the field. On that note, I would like to start off uh, this discussion with the question of how people with no solid experience or digital marketing or those who don't have any degrees relevant to the industry have a shot at this field. We will start with you, um, Agam, since you brought it up. So something I come across quite frequently while reading about this job or while talking to digital marketers uh, is online courses. And I've heard from everyone from uh, novices to board uh, members taking them on a regular basis. And uh, have you taken any of them yourself? Yeah, I've taken maybe five or six courses at this point. So you must be knowing the upsides and downsides to them. What do you think? Uh, yeah, so regardless of the degree, I don't think there are many downsides to taking online courses and learning in general. Uh, some MOOCs, which is the short for passive open online courses, are self-paced and some aren't. So you do need to have some form of accountability over yourself and make sure um, you, know, you keep up with these assignments and all the stuff. So it's no uh, different from a normal in-person course, actually. The other downside is that you may need to pay to access or credit some of them, but apparently they are very little, uh, cost very little money and it, uh, like it just doesn't cost anything at all. And what's your opinion on the um, upsides? So the upsides, in my opinion, are endless. Like these courses often have the latest and the most uh, up-to-date information when it comes to uh, which is more than in an industry like digital marketing that changes faster than I never order off. They can be of uh, varying lengths and levels. They can take a few days or a few months to finish, depending on how you pace yourself. But in case you haven't test already, it is very flexible. And to put the cherry on top, employers accept and even value online courses as a part of your education and uh, your experience. So I do know someone actually uh, with a background in computer science and who used to work in human resources. 
So she basically began her entire digital marketing career from scratch. Um, and she began learning all of this stuff during the lockdown. And the fact that, you know, she was able to accomplish this much during such a difficult time was very commendable, I think. And I think she said she used any free resources that she could find on Google and YouTube, in addition to 15 short courses via Udemy, as well as some other places. So she also eventually did a master's degree on digital uh, vidya, if memory serves correctly, and did various internships in digital marketing. The basic bottom line is that you do need to put in a lot of work and remain consistent with that, but the option to start from scratch is very much there. Uh, are you aware of uh, any other places with these online courses? Um, yeah, so there are loads. Um, Google Skillshop, Coursera, FutureLean, edX, HubSpot Academy, and so many more. And one thing which is like really good as well is that many of these courses are offered by reputable universities too, which you know comes in handy. Uh, I want to ask you, uh, how do you think one could self-learn? Um, so in my experience, there really isn't a set formula or a set resource for self-learning. It can be anything from more traditional things like doing courses, uh, reading books, listening to podcasts, or like watching things and keeping up with the news. And also less traditional things like taking up a sport or something. My point is you need to humble yourself and accept the fact that there is an awful lot that you don't know and keep your mind open. But in a nutshell, be sure to maintain as many channels of learning as you can manage. I believe knowledge and ideas often come from unexpected places. And uh, speaking of variety, there are people from all walks of life who work in digital marketing. Uh, like uh, uh, Bhumika mentioned, someone from HR and computer science. What other such backgrounds have you heard of? And how do you think these skills could conf benefit one's work in digital marketing? Uh, so I think it is easy to imagine the skills a computer scientist or someone from IT could drink. Their knowledge of artificial intelligence and algorithms, for example, is incredibly useful when it comes to search engine optimization and other such tactics of personalized marketing. A background in art and design means you are well-versed with aesthetics and the effect visual media can have on viewers, which is invaluable for creating appropriate and attractive content marketing. Creative writing expertise means you know how to draw a well-paced and engaging narrative, elements that are vital for brand building and other forms of planning as well. And if I may add here, a background is something like environmental studies can also ensure our marketing is effective while also causing minimal damage to the environment, which you know will end up forcing us to think about our think out of the box about our marketing practice. Um, even uh, degrees like philosophy that most tend to avoid due to their apparent unemployability pick up uh, important and hardcore transferable skills like uh, critiquing long and uh, dense texts.
asking important questions and so on which to be honest is crucial for pointing out any flaws or shortcomings in a project and uh, someone with a degree in law with the skills of argumentation and persuasion may have a good time convincing them uh, customers to buy the products i think you're right and uh, i do hope uh, uh, dear listeners that uh, your existing education may not be major concern if you want to get into digital marketing you likely already possesses those skills that the prospective employer would scramble for whether you know it or not so i have some super thoughts actually it's a question um that i have picked up on several times so what do you think are some common mistakes that people make or not necessarily mistakes you know but what is something that people have said that would have that they would have done differently when it comes to digital marketing what do you think that is uh one thing i have identified uh, uh, is that something i'm guilty of myself as well uh, is ignoring the aspect of networking creating good connections and just putting your name out there even when you're only starting out uh makes so much difference and it's scary and can seem useless at uh, the start but you are sharing playing field with the people you are learning with whom you will likely eventually work with so play fair and don't be responsible for the bad blood as far as possible <laughs> and don't be afraid to put your name out there something i have heard is that people often tend to underestimate how far digital marketing has progressed and just how much it expands every day i've also heard of people who were wholly unfamiliar with trends and technologies that were used in digital marketing when they started which resulted in a sense of technological whiplash if you will some of it is inevitable i feel a little cultural shock is expected oh, when you're entering a new career field but the steeper you are able to make your learning curve the better it is it really is of the essence as we also mentioned in our last episode fast tracking your catcher is your best bet here but that doesn't mean that you should take it if you make it stumbling a little is uh, you know also a very crucial part of the process and i would focus on working smarter rather than harder can you explain a bit more how could one do that so i would just say to watch quality control ensuring that your channels of learning and your uh, building of work experiences efficient is actually quite a bit of work uh, and of itself and uh, this is going to be different for everyone this could look like identifying areas of knowledge where you fall short and working on them yes yes agam you put very good points out there um and that's perfect segue into our final section of the day regarding one can identify our weaknesses and stay afloat within the tidal wave of digital marketing are you are any of you actually familiar with the digital marketing skills benchmark yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah i've heard about it so you can access the dm skills benchmark by simply looking up target internet digital skills benchmark target internet are the ones who created this once again that's target internet digital skills benchmark this is a test you can quickly sign up for for free and will take 20 minutes tops 
Basically, this test determines your existing knowledge and skills, as well as the gaps in your knowledge across several areas of digital marketing, like content marketing, analytics, usability, and etc. You'll see your result presented to you in the form of a spider chart and also a written analysis. And it gives you the suggestion on how you can fill those gaps in your knowledge. I took this test some time ago, actually, and I found that my social media knowledge is quite high, but my knowledge of email marketing and e-commerce leaves much to be desired. So that's what I'm working on that at the moment. What we and our listeners could do immediately is to get started on their um, digital marketing careers after listening to this podcast um, is to take the benchmark test. Uh, identify one area of strength and one area of weakness. Go to a website like Coursera and begin. I'm sorry, begin doing one online course for each right? Absolutely. And if you have missed it, let me repeat the name again. It is the Digital Marketing Skills Benchmark, the Buy Target Internet. But I have a question. Like, uh, wouldn't it be better if we tackle two areas of weaknesses instead? Oh, for sure. But I um, suggested doing a course on something you are well-versed in uh, for confidence and ego reasons. Yeah, but also like to discuss, there is always room for improvement. So you never truly run out of things to learn. And, you know, if two courses feel like it's too much, just start with the one. And you have to keep in mind that baby steps are still steps, right? <laughs> Right. On, and on that note, we conclude another fantastic episode of Digital Marketing Series. We begin with how one could break into the industry with little to no experience and the various ways one could build knowledge and experience from dust. You can do regardless of your educational and professional background. If any, and we all addressed a few hitches and one could face when they are getting started on, the, on this journey. We covered the fantastic starting point that is the digital marketing skills benchmark by Target Internet and many, many ways you could self-learn. I extend my deepest gratitude to my co-hosts, Agam, Bhumika, and Pari. Thanks again for tuning in. Your attention means the world to us. Take care and see you in the next episode.